Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to Brilliant Observations. Today is a special episode because Melissa and I are recording at Melissa's house. It was Memorial Day this week, so we did not record Memorial Day night because Jessica was tired, wet, and sunburned. So we decided to do our show not live for you. We just I decided to come to Malvern and look Melissa in the face. And believe it or not, we are very close to one another right now. Thank God I ate just four Tic Tacs before we started this. Yeah, you chewed them too. I'm pretty confident that if I chewed four Tic Tacs, all of my chiclets would fall out of my mouth in a second. Well, maybe your teeth are a little less strong than mine. However, mine are not far behind, I'm, I assure you. We should talk more about your dental issues. Do we have to get this close, though? Because it feels weird to talk about dental issues when I'm, like, up your nose. No, you're in my mouth with my <laughs> dental issues. Anyway, we just wanted to let you know that and tell you that we're going to get started now. So, um, John is not with us today because we – I just happened to be in Melbourne, and so we decided we would go without him and just see how it goes. So, please give us feedback. Let us know. You can email us at brilliantobservations at – gmail.com and away we go all right (laughs) we are not singing our theme song okay so because of memorial day we just had an evening where people thought it was necessary to set off fireworks and i know i've i've discussed this before but truly fireworks What's the deal? Is it joy or Satan's plan? Because in our home, it's definitely Satan's plan. I would like to know, what is the appeal of fireworks? Blowing shit up, the danger of maybe losing a digit. Growing up, there was a police officer who lived down the street from me who confiscated fireworks every year. So every year at his house, all of the confiscated fireworks made their way to his backyard where he would put on quite a show every single 4th of July. Super 4th of July fireworks, it's like it's mandatory. Memorial Day, not as much. So one year I watched his son both lose a finger and an ear. Oh my in, God. What? Right. So because his hand was in the way, It blew off his pinky finger, and then as his hand changed the direction of the firecracker, it grazed the side of his head and took off most of his ear. Holy shit. So wait a minute. Just to clarify, we're talking about homespun, set them off yourself fireworks, not fire department in the field while everyone watches safely fireworks. You're talking about the home the home set off ones, right? Yeah. When you say homespun, I kinda think that's not somebody right. Somebody in their garage was purchased from a crazy place where they have all the things. Confiscated from other people, but you make it sound like they're putting gunpowder into a toilet paper roll (laughs) and adding a fuse. Don't get any ideas. But no, no, not that. So you feel like setting off fireworks at home or with a small group of people is Satan's plan? I feel like, well, so my issue is... Not an overstatement. Not at all. It's Satan's plan. So my issue is both the fact that it makes my dogs fucking crazy. Not like Halloween doorbell, bark, bark, bark. revolves around those fucking things. Okay. I think that sweet girl who met you at the door when you got here today deserves a little more respect. All right. Okay. So I, I think that... If you're going to, what are they, the Grucci brothers? Who are the brothers that do the big displays or the country clubs or backyard fireworks? 
are definitely Satan's plan. You're going to get hurt and you are freaking the shit out of my dogs. All I want them to do is pee at night. Here's how last night went wrong. We heard the first one and it, we usually let them out at nine. So you hear the first one, we're like, uh, fuck. Let's hurry up and see if we can get them to pee and then go upstairs and turn on the TV super loud so nobody hears it. So we try to get them out and it's not happening. They're, they're shaking like vibrators. They are just the whole time. So we go to bed and I have to spend the rest of the night listening to my female dog lick her labia because she has to pee and I didn't sleep at all last night. And I feel like every time I podcast with you, I'm giving you an excuse for why I didn't sleep last night. So that's my excuse. Fireworks, backyard fireworks, Satan's plan. Thoughts? Yeah, I have a lot of thoughts. So like when we lived in Grayland, we lived in the old neighborhood. We cut down one of the really old... We cut down one of the really old trees in the neighborhood, and one of the ways that we used to try and break it down so that it wasn't a stump in the middle of the yard was on holidays, we would do fireworks. We would put fireworks. So we would go to um, somewhere in Pennsylvania because they're illegal to buy in Delaware, and we would buy a bunch. And then the best part of the evening was watching Scott stick the firework in the stump, light it, and run like hell. Like, he's never run, (laughs) I think, ever. I have a visual. It's hilarious, especially, you know, in his little polo shirt and shorts. And he would be like, run! And he would just, like, take off. And they would, they weren't always the tall ones. So sometimes they were just, like, poppity pop, pop, pop. But there were a few times where one sprang up in the air and landed on our neighbor's roof. And we thought we set their house on fire. Luckily, it just rolled off and everything was fine. They were fun. Now, I have had friends over that were scared shitless when we did it. Even that I found hilarious and part of the fun for me. But, like, I kind of miss that I can't do that now because I live on a main road. And even we live in a huge park. You definitely park. can't. You would hit children I know. or cars or other homes. I know. I mean, I had a um, dog when I was younger. And when we when he heard fireworks or thunder or really any loud noise, he would cower under the bed yes, in terror. Yes, and shake like they have, like, batteries. I know. That part is sad. But, but. I can say without a dog, fireworks in your backyard can be rather fun and amusing. It's just that we can't do it. Also, we live very close now to the DuPont Country Club, and they set off their own. So, like, when Isaac was little, and we we would hear it quite loudly, and it used to piss me off when it was happening for no holiday reason, because I would just be like, why? But, of course, nothing ever kept Isaac up, but it still bothered me. But, yeah, I mean, I think they can be fun. If you've never had a good time, first of all, someone else is doing it, right? It's not you. Therefore, it can't be fun because you're not enjoying the fireworks, just the noise, right? Okay, so normally correct. That is all right. But this time, it was my next door neighbor. So I did get to see after the ridiculous... Were you invited, though? No, I mean, invited. He had like 10 things. Like, if you invited a neighbor over, he'd be like, oh, that's it. Do I have to feed you now? (laughs) Like, how does that work if you're at my house that long? Mm -hmm. And our backyards are kind of the same. We really share a backyard, except for the... I put up to make sure we don't share too much of our backyard. You're a bitch. I am a bitch. <laughs> um, so I'm going with Satan's plan and you're going with delightful. No, delightful is not the right word. I would say I would say humorous in more of an evil, hilarious kind of way and not like a, a delightful pool day in the summer, but more like a ha ha look at him run kind of way. <laughs> it's just not necessarily wholesome. So do I need to 
have you search the Google to find fireworks gone wrong? Because no, also- I'm sure it's horrifying. <laughs> it's Especially what dangerous. you just said. Yeah, you watched an ear and a finger go bye bye. Yeah, I've yeah. not done that. Therefore, I still find it hilarious. If I did see that, I would never want to see it again. It's like a horror movie. That sounds like it a was horrible gross. summer horror movie. As it was a summer treat. And again, 4th of July is meant for fireworks. Is every other holiday from Memorial Day on through Labor Day? Those are all American military holidays. So yeah, they're going to do fireworks because it represents gunfire for winning or for winning. Shoot off a fucking cannon. Wait. Why do you have to do fireworks? July 4th makes sense because that's our Independence Day. They shot guns into the sky to symbolize our freedom. Memorial Day is supposed to be remembering those who have fallen. Veterans Day is for those who are veterans. Neither of those two holidays really constitutes a gunpowder in the sky event, but I see why they're related. I think that it's a beautiful weather. We're outside. Let's set shit on fire. I think it's a very... I don't want to use the phrase redneck. <laughs> you, said it first. It was you said it first. You said it first. You think it's a redneck thing to do? Maybe it is, but we only did it on July 4th. I don't think I did it for these other hey, holidays. Weren't you supposed to come with us last July 4th to the country club? The country club mm-hmm. where they do a full display, and I'm not with this my year, dogs, I'm and doing I don't it. mind. I'm okay. coming this year. He was too young last year. Okay, I was just thinking. This year, Stuart's working, I think, but not not nighttime. Hopefully, we don't have July yet. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna come. You were curious as to what we are watching. What are you watching? It's a segment we do. We have not made a jingle theme song or anything for it, but every week. Let's try now. What are you watching? What What are are you watching? watching? What are you watching this week? Woo! (laughs) (laughs) That was good. I like the woo. Um, All right. I hope I remember it for next time. I doubt it. But okay, so Jess, what did you watch this week that has you thinking, talking, or wanting to share? So we ran out of Star Trek Next Generations. Wah, wah, wah. I know. It was a sad day. And so we decided to go to the DVR and see what we have been not watching for yes. months and months and months. And so the first thing we plowed through was Barry. Love Barry. I love Barry. I saw an it's interview. so fucked up, but I love Barry so much. But his character, his decisions, everything he... It's like a calamity of bad luck and just terribleness all he wants is a happy peaceful life where he can be an actor instead he's a serial killer and people just keep popping up that he's got to kill it's a huge bummer i don't want to spoil it by telling you he took care of everybody he needed to in the last one but henry winkler is in that show he is delightful in everything he is so delightful i heard bill Hader interviewed and he said you know somebody asked him maybe it was conan who asked him How does it feel to work with Henry Winkler? He said, oh, he's been an idol of mine for years. But what's really crazy is every week he comes up to me and says, are you going to kill me off in this episode? (laughs) Is this the episode where I die? Is this it? Is this it for me? Just tell me. Just tell me right now. Do I die here? (laughs) So sweet. He's just so sweet. I did tell you that I met him, right? No. So I had a boy that I was super, super close friends with, hooking up, whatever. We were... We were tight. We were tight when we were 16. And his dad was friends with Henry Winkler. So one day we were making out in his basement and we came upstairs and sitting at the kitchen table is his father and the Fonz. Shut (laughs) your hole. And I thought, um, is what I thought. I did not know what to say. I had no words. I had no 
I think at that age, at 16, I had no concept of self either. So it's not like I felt I could have shared any word that would have it's been. It's not like you could have gone up there and been like, hey, <laughs> and pointed your fingers at him? Because that would have been smooth. No. I, but oh, not, I was not smooth. No, who's smooth at 16? Nobody I know. I, 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 I very much the reaction You're I'm having right now. now yeah, very much the same reaction. <laughs> right. And then we went back downstairs after getting snacks or drinks. And I looked at him and I said, the, that, the, that, 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 he said, that's Henry, my dad's friend, Henry. And I said, but that, 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 that. know it was the Fonz? He knows, but they didn't they give a didn't shit. Care. They were raised with him. And Assholes. they were raised with, with a super cool dude who came and sat at the kitchen table and hung out with them for an afternoon. And I was raised with nothing cool at all. <laughs> so that was kind of awesome. But yeah, Barry is... Fun and exciting. There is a character that Stuart likes that I don't. His girlfriend. I find I her, hate her so irritating. I. Why does Stuart like her? I don't know. Maybe he thinks she's cute and he tolerates more. That's not more. enough. A lot of people are cute. Well, to be honest, I feel like Stuart tolerates more from people he thinks are cute. Why are you looking at me and you like that? I'm I'm looking at me like that because he you tolerates are cute. but he tolerates more for me. No, he's in love because with you. Because he thinks different. I'm cute. I think he puts up with more. No, it's also because he loves you. Than anyone else should or does. <laughs> That's probably definitely true. Yeah. But like there was also I just wanted to mention this one thing in now I don't know what episode it is because I binged the last season, so I have no idea what episode it was. But there was one where I think Henry Winkler was either dancing for the girlfriend or doing something and he turned around and did a move and i was like that was the fonz i knew immediately he was doing a yeah. fonz move and i guess it's not like you can't take the fonz out of the dude even though you can take the dude out of the whatever but like he was fonzing and i was like i was like that was the fonz like I, it was just like a it was almost like a saturday night fever move i think but i just it was so fonzy and did I was, you like, look around the room so waiting for scott to say yeah it totally was and you were all alone no he totally was like no okay, he good. was like no it totally was the fonz you know he let no he loves the fonz too what's, what's not, not to, to love, love about the <laughs> what's not to love he's the best he's the best yeah okay so barry i've been watching life in pieces love it love it smart <sighs> smart and funny i knew at the beginning of that last episode they were going to adopt that kid that's all i'm gonna say I, I just knew. I don't know. It took so long. Stuart and I are like, yep, he's theirs. What, yeah, why? the second. Right. Why Why are you still talking about a baby yeah. when that boy clearly needs you? And he's thinks adorbs. Ca- yeah, he's the cutest. And, and he kind of looks like a th- – I mean, she's kind of Hispanic, I think. Kid's Indian. You got that, right? He's not Hispanic. Huh. I saw him as Indian. I thought he was Hispanic. I thought he was adorable. But yes, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He's yours. He's your he son now. He looks like him a little bit. Um, Fortune Femester playing a role in that I show. love Fortune <laughs> You know, she has a new podcast, and I reached yeah. out to her about it because, like, it had a terrible website, and I was like, oh, we do, there's this company that does this, and your podcast is awesome. I never heard back, but, like, yeah, she has a new website. Which How is cool. rude. Why don't you call Chelsea right? Handler and see if she can get her to call She's you back? She's a little less famous than Chelsea Handler. A little. Let's be honest. And then I was watching the guest book, but I had to stop. So, like, some episodes are more delightful than others. Last season... There was a lot of delightful episodes that I thought were amusing. There was also like a side storyline about a cop who was getting together with someone else. And like this time around, first three episodes were like someone gets murdered, someone's on drugs, and then and then someone's family abandons them because he has like an OCD problem. And I was like, this is depressing as shit. And yeah. I stopped watching it. I couldn't watch the rest. But Michael Rappaport on the guest book the first time. I love him. 
was so fucking funny. And I and I think I even made a gif of him dancing <laughs> because it was so he is such a good actor for being such a douche knocker. Oh, I love in him. In real life. For no, all but, of his douche knockery. I love I, I'm not going to listen. I'm not criticizing. I'm just saying okay. he is definitely calling it. hilariously douchey all the time as himself. So for him to be like a nervous OCD person was hilarious to me. Yeah, I didn't see that. Do you ever see his videos on Insta with his wife dancing and hanging out? No, but I saw him host the first podcast Upfronts. And for those of you who don't know, the Upfronts are when networks present their new lineups to television so they can get advertising. So I was there at the first one when Michael Rappaport hosted... He couldn't read the cards. He didn't know what to say. He was like, what the fuck does this say? I can't even read this shit. Anyway, here's Norm Paddett from Podcast One, and Norm would come out and be like, thanks for the introduction. Like, like he was clearly irritated. Like, people were there very irritated. No. And then in the swag bag, one of the gifts in the swag bag from the upfront was a signed picture of Michael Rappaport, which I was like, yes! And nobody wanted, because they just, he just... He blew it, but I enjoyed every second of him making them look like dicks. So to me, he didn't blow it. I was like, this is the best part of the upper. Like, I was I crying. I was too. laughing so hard. It was I would have awesome. liked that, too. So, yeah, I, I am a huge fan of Michael Rappaport. So I did like the guest book. That's pretty much it as far as, like, I like that- I've been watching since I'm not watching Dead to Me. I'm not watching Star Trek. I like that format for a show where each episode is kind of a standalone. Like you said, there is that storyline that goes throughout, but that's really on the side. But I think that's something that we should write. I think we have the total womp inability to to do a standalone and i think are those the ones where each one is produced or directed by somebody else like quentin tarantino could come in and do an episode of the guest book or and the cast changes and yeah awesome guest stars i started writing something similar with um a mutual friend of ours and it was about a country club and how at this country club different activities and different weddings and different weirdos and and amuse and the music the band for each of the weddings or bar mitzvahs or commitment ceremonies. It was a famous band that would come in and play. So it was like a musical guest kind of thing. And you got to hear their music, but there was also a storyline that we did. Don't steal my shit. Don't steal my shit. Yeah. What are you doing right now? But it was so great. And, and I would love to get back to writing that. I started a show that I think is on HBO called gentleman Jack. Have you heard anything about it? Oh, I just remembered another one, but no, let me look it up. Go ahead. It is about a woman in like the 1830s who is Oh, I did see a um a preview for it. Go ahead, sorry. She is um she comes home, she she can live a free life in Paris being gay and happy and um this then she comes home and people talk about you in the 1830s if you're a lesbian and you keep company with only women and and what goes on behind those closed doors when really all they want to do is see, they they need to talk. Uh, so it it got really good. It's gotten really good. And I'm not going to tell you anything else, but I'm truly enjoying it. And it's not something that I would wait for Stuart to watch because I don't think he enjoys period pieces like that. I think when two women start, you know. I was going to say he has to enjoy lesbian pieces, though, because he's Stuart. Because he's a man. Not because he's Stuart. Because and he's a man. He's but I think that uh, I like it. And it's, it's, uh, I can't wait to see there. I think there are only five episodes right now. It just says two days ago they ordered a second season. Oh, I'm so happy. Yeah. And there was, there was something else on stars that I wanted to see, but. So the other show I just remembered I want to tell you about was Black Monday with, um, Don Cheadle and 
Who the fuck else? <laughs> oh, the chick from Girls Trip. I think her name is... Oh, hell, I don't know anybody's name. I'm having such a brain fart right now. And the gay guy from Girls. Okay. Andrew. And they basically are traitors talking about the events leading up to Black Monday in the 80s where the stocks fell more than 200 points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that's a common occurrence, right? Now that just happens because... I have no idea. I just thought it was the story of what they think... They made up a story about what could have happened to make that happen about these characters. And it's really interesting and also really funny. Um, but Don Cheadle always plays this like fast talking criminal esque character. I like, I like him. He's super. He's I do too, but it was a little too much like the last character he played with Kristen Bell and John Ralphio. So like, I don't mind it, but I just thought it was a good show though. Like I thought black money was a good show. I recommend it because it's funny. Anything that's funny and a little weird is good. Is the best. Is is our wheelhouse. <laughs> funny and weird is absolutely Very our wheelhouse. Very true. Okay, so now you have something about breakfast cereals. Why is that? I have been craving Captain Crunchberries. Oh, fat. What? I think I have too much skin on the roof of my mouth, and I'm willing to lose some of it. I have I have had this craving. I've really been trying to do the it's intermittent It's peanut fast. butter flavored cereal, is it not? It is not. It is. And then the Crunch Berries are supposed to be the jelly, right? No, it is not. There is a peanut butter Captain Crunch, but the regular Captain Crunch and Crunch Berries are not peanut butter adjacent. They are not even close. You say Captain Crunch and I can literally smell it. It's that pungent of a... Do you know, I went out with uh, friends this past weekend who said he doesn't eat anything. He eats just vegetables and he lost like... 30 pounds he sounds charming he's ridiculous he's he does it's all or nothing with him he's actually delightful um he sounds delightful he is delightful but he's eating just fruits and vegetables and not like the good fruits that you know we enjoy oh dear and he said your sense of taste is like more than half your sense of smell i'll do it again I know. If I know he, this fact. Because if you couldn't smell and you ate, you wouldn't taste anything. Are you so saying he, you can't smell? He, I'm saying he likes to smell food and pretend he's chewing. <laughs> That's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. And then he feels like he ate that thing. So if there's a big bag of popcorn, he could stick his face in the bag of popcorn, smell really hard, and nom, 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 pretend he's chewing. Dear listener, I'm so sorry for that mouth noise. It makes me crazy as well. Um, and that's how that's how he rationalized. So you saying that you can smell the crunch berries, I, I would do anything for crunch berries right now. Can you not smell them? I cannot, but I will be going to Wegmans later today to make sure I bring them home after I go out for lunch. Cool. So you can have a bowl of them after. No, I cannot. I can. I'm so funny about cereal. As why is this a shock? I'm funny about every fucking food. Well, it's texture, and the texture is fine if you don't put too much in your mouth because it it literally no, scrapes the, the top if layer. If it sits in milk, it becomes mush. So, like, I'm one of those psychos that pours the cereal into the milk instead of the milk into the cereal. So I can only eat what's still crunchy and wet at the same time. Also, I don't like any kind of cereal that is porous. Like, I don't like alphabets. I don't like... Um, Shredded wheat is porous. No, that one's not as porous. I don't like Captain Crunch. I don't like Corn Pops because, like, the milk seeps into it and it becomes, like, a mushy, disgusting piece of So trash. you eat it before that happens, and then you throw Doesn't away Doesn't matter. What's- it's too... <laughs> but, like, I'll eat granola 
because it's not porous. I'll eat the cornflakes. That's not porous. I'll eat shredded wheat is porous because it goes in the shredded wheat. But again, that's one of the things where I'll just dip it in the milk because you know that's going to be a mushy mess. Honey nut Cheerios, I'm okay with. But it has the same porous thing. It's just Does that Isaac thing. eat that stuff? Yeah, he's not a psycho like me. Yeah. Don't, don't give him your psycho. I don't judge him. No. I'm not saying don't judge him. Don't let him hear the things that we are crazy about. Do you like how I took a wee in that? <laughs> don't, don't, like Ethan now, we sat at dinner last night and Stuart ate something and Ethan looked at him like, uh, Dad, do you need to make all those mouth noises? The rest of us are eating the That's same horrible. fucking thing you are and none of us are making that noise. Why are you making Thank that Thank God noise? he said something so you don't have to. So I don't have to. But then That's what Stu- kids are for. But it doesn't matter because then Stuart looks at me and says, look what you fucking did. But you know what? He's right. And like, like, but, but you're right. Like I don't eat locks and Isaac loves it. He always is asking me why I don't want to eat it. And I'm like, no, that's okay. It's just not my favorite. And he was like, well, it's my favorite. I'm like, it's just not my favorite. It's not my favorite thing to eat. I don't say like that's disgusting or I can't eat fish or anything like that. But like someday he'll figure out that I just have a weird, that I'm just like the weirdest texture eater in the world and that nothing I eat. Hopefully he will have established his He is, he has everything before they our kids find out that we are texture crackheads. You're talking about a kid who put washi tape on his lip last night because he had a boo boo and went to bed looking like he had been kidnapped. Yeah, that's how that that girl was found in a trunk with tape yeah. That's bad news. I peeled it off but he wasn't happy. You know, I went to the outlets the other day. I had things to return to the J Crew outlet. Um, because when I called to do it online and just mail it in, they said that's going to be $11 for the... They the, don't pay for shipping. Fuck them and the horse the they label. rode in on. And what I the said, fuck? It's exactly what I said. I hope what you said fuck? it right to them. I said, wait, $11 to ship it back? It wasn't $11 to get it to me. I'm keeping some of it. I'm giving you fewer items. Fuck and it's cost you. me more? Yeah. That's, that's Luda. So I said, hey, guess what, Stewie? We're going to the outlets. So we went and we happened to have gone on Memorial Day weekend... And I know you shop during Christmas. Like, you go on Black Friday. You go on all this. I did this weekend, too. You did? But only online. Online. Right. So, I walked into J. Crew with my... Giant ass bag. With my bag from from mailbag. And I walked in there to return these three, four items. The line from the register came all the way to the door. Down the side of the store, wrapped around and came to the door. Mm-hmm. Uh, fuck you. I want to return these things. I was going to look and see if there was some. I wanted to exchange it for size. I I just wanted. Could you just park Stewart in the line, gone to look? By the time you were done, he could have just been ready at the front. So, also, the registers, people paying the credit card machines were super slow. There was no Wi Fi, and it just was taking, I don't know, like eight minutes per person. I would just have to, right. But what so, are you going to do? But what am I going to do? I'm not going to leave it. So first, when we got there, they now have at the outlets, the Philadelphia outlets, valet parking for $6 if you want to. <laughs> well, fuck you. I'm still able. I'm going to park my own car and walk in. But guess what? There are no parking spots because they blocked off half of the parking lot for valet. So Hence that they can valet get, parking. So I, so Stuart, I, what is what going to do? I'm going to pay $11 to send it back, $6 to park, like, Oh, I'm not leaving with no clothes, and I've already paid $16. Like, that's outrageous. $17 gone, and I have nothing to show for it. Not even a pretzel. Like, nothing to show for it. No snacks? This no. sounds like a horrible shop. This is why I do everything online. I can't believe they want to pay. Every purchase that I make 
comes with usually at, at the very least a prepaid shipping label. Usually on the receipt where you unstick it, put your shit back in the bag, roll it up, and stick it on with the label. I'm shocked that they don't do that. Did they do it and you just threw it out they, or something? They did not do it. And I asked. I said, I told you. I paid less Even to have it shipped here. How? It's the same company as the Old Navy and the Gab. They do it. I'm pretty sure. This is J. Crew. Yeah. That's not the same company. Bullshit. Let me see. I'm pretty sure it is. And I, I just... I was, I think earlier in the day, I had also had a fight with somebody else online about something, and I didn't have the energy to say, I guess I could have escalated it to a manager to say, I, I demand free shipping. I order from you all the time. Like, I could have done that. I definitely prefer the online factor and putting it, like, right now, downstairs by the door, I have my Stitch Fix waiting to go back, and it's a small enough package that's going to fit in my mailbox, and I think it's brilliant. So I was wrong. It's Banana Republic. You're right. I'm sorry. Um, so, yeah, Stuart loves Banana Republic. Mm-hmm. So that's where he was, which is why I couldn't just park him online. Right. So I waited, and I waited, and I waited, and I'm getting hot standing in the store. I'm watching people. Like, the hate is rising in me. I can't believe me. you waited. And I... Well, I have all of these. I have $100 worth of things to return. So I'm waiting and I'm waiting. I finally get to the front and everybody there is buying. I'm the only one with a return pouch that's standing there. So I'm waiting for the Manager. credit card. Oh. No, the credit card to go through. And for some reason, when I ordered it, I ordered it as a guest and not as on my th- It was just a hot fucking mess. How do people shop in crowds? I get it. That's when the sales are and you want to go out. How is brick and mortar still a fucking thing? It was like the worst torture standing there watching people. The line to try shit on in the fitting room was unbelievable. So you're going to try it on. You have the wrong size. Uh, You better have a friend getting you another size or you better take four sizes in with it. I had hives. I was sweating <laughs> and I was freezing all at the same time. I think I had the flu while in J. Crew factory. How do you do it? What do you do? Dear listener, what the fuck? I'm going to tell you what I did. I went to Westtown Market on Saturday instead of Friday with you. That's my favorite place. Yeah. And I went there with wanting three items. I wanted to get steaks. I wanted to get lunch meat. And I wanted to get produce. I shopped in the produce department. It's like a little square. It's a thimble. It's so small. It's really small, but it's a square where you can like make your way around. And then at the end, you end up at the cashier and you check out. Well, well. I ended up at the end, and then the line was starting to the checkout. So I had to go fucking all the way way around again. By the time I was done, I was like, I'm ordering everything. I'm not leaving the house to go to another grocery store today. And I just left the market. I got buttery pretzels for Scott because that was like two people in line. And I fucking left the market because Mm -hmm. I have created a situation for myself where in which I cannot stand in line for more than three people. And I love that market. And you went on a weekend. You have to go on a weekday. Never again, I assure you. Wait, are they open always on Thursdays or just Thursday, Friday, Saturday? Those are their three days. What a stupid asshole I am to go on a Saturday of a a Memorial Day weekend. It was a nightmare. It was a zoo. Where else did I go yesterday that was a zoo? The pool. Oh, yeah. Well, that's... I started out... It started out very... That's your fault. That's a place that's meant for people. It started out very uncrowded we had a lovely time even as it was filling up it was filling up with all people i knew so it was fine but it was just like after a while 
in the pool, you can't see your kid anymore, and that's when you know you have to go. Because it was just like, is he still in the pool? Sometimes Isaac likes to sneak off to the baby pool, and like when it's not that crowded, he's the only kid wearing a Pokemon rash guard. I can see him, but like, you know, there's 800 kids with a red T-shirt on, and I was just like, where the fuck's my kid? So can, we left. Can he swim? He can now, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to be on him like you used to. No, I don't have to be on him so he won't drown. He can go underwater. He does go underwater, and like he, he's learning to like swim like a fish and also in uh in camp and at school so all year they've had swim class on tuesdays and now that camp is starting they swim twice a day so they're gonna have one as a lesson and one as free swim oh my god he's gonna love that did camp start yet it starts after uh after june 7th is when pre-k's graduate and then he'll be a pre-k-er Aww. i know that's <laughs> adorable is that possible no is not possible. He's definitely I'm too sure. little for that. Yeah. He's he's too little and and too little. But you still, still have that little, so you still need to engage publicly. Mm-hmm. You know, you still oh, need to take him. Right. Yeah. No, but you need to take him to the pool where there were those crowds. I yeah. vowed never, never, never again. Why? You did? Well, well, I used to take my kid to the pool, but I mean, going shopping this weekend was a fucking nightmare. I don't know what you were thinking online. Just listen. From now on, you don't check out unless you can see how easy it is to return. And I I mean, I don't even look because it just has not happened to me in so long where I've had to return something and there's no fucking label. Yeah. How dare... Who the fuck does J. Crew think they are? They think they're the only game in town. Bring up Banana Republic and get the same shit. Yeah, you're right. And you can also return it to the Gap. So I wouldn't let (laughs) Stewart Park in valet. I wouldn't let him. Like, I am not paying $6 to return something that I refuse to pay $11 to return. So this is, and I just lost my shit. And then all this, this is madness. And then to add insult to injury, I then had to poop. So I was like, the, <laughs> we've got to get How long was the line for that? No, we got to go home. Like, what, what are you talking about? What? <laughs> you yeah. went all the way home from the Allens to poop. Well, I wasn't going to go. Well, I did. I was okay. It was. You never poop in public? No, I did I don't, sometimes you don't have a choice, but I, I, I mean, yeah, we just had a whole story about you pooped in public every 10 minutes. Every 10 minutes. But I, I looked in other stores. All of the other stores had those crazy lines. It was fucking ridiculous. And I, I had high, the whole high flu that get me out of here. So we left. It was bad. I'm angry just thinking about it. It was, I don't know why people do that. And I saw people taking out a wad of cash, paying with hundreds of dollars in cash and they got their paycheck and this is their activity and this is their, their Saturday activity was my fucking nightmare. I mean, it was the worst. And the only thing I could think was, I'm going to go home and my son's going to come home from the bakery with an amazing croissant for me and my day will get much better. And that is exactly what happened. Sweet. That's awesome. It was great. It was really great. Okay. So now I think we're going to get into the latest crazy shit. Let's do it. All right. Um, Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You can go. Well, we did our series. All right. So can I... You go first. You can go first. Is that you? Yes, it's my kid texting me to tell me he wants lunch money put on his oh put on his account because he orders cookies and snacks and I, I, I left him plenty of money. But no, no, no. I have to have the mom. You have to try these cookies. All right, then bring them home for me, and I will try those cookies. <laughs> so when our kids were younger, when we were younger. We had a choice of X number of jobs that we could be. I think Stuart's parents told him that he could be a doctor, a lawyer, or an accountant. They gave him three choices to give him a profession and not a job that he'd always be chasing, that he would have something that there was 
a career for him. So even if he got fired or whatever, he could always get that job somewhere else and, and he would always be taken care of. Did you have your parents tell you this? No. Me neither. No, I did not. But I don't know about you. My parents wanted me to go to a college specifically with a specific Jewish population so I would meet a Jewish boyfriend. Yeah, that's what I had. They didn't give a fuck what I studied. Yes, that is what I had as well. Mm -hmm. Which which makes sense because they didn't encourage anything I was interested in studying either other than was there a boy there? I think my father later told me that he thought I would be the next Katie Couric. He thought I was funny and I was good on stage and I was like kind of cute and he thought I would be like a newscaster or some kind of journalist but like why he never said this to me when I was 14 and not 24, Yeah, that would have been helpful. It would have been. Yes. Because I went to college and promptly did the opposite of what they wanted and found the biggest redneck I could find and had two children with him. <laughs> so, like, that was such a bad idea. But, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I didn't get that. But I, I see that men did. What I didn't realize is there would be a sea of a veritable sea of professions that were not even established yet. Your current career, your whole life has been similar to mine in chasing this job, this job. You found a career in something that wasn't even an option when Stuart's parents told him what he could be or our parents neglected to give a fuck what we did other than marry well. So I look at YouTubers now and I think, Okay, that's not really a career. And I all of a sudden feel like my in-laws saying, I need you to pick a career. I'm not telling you you have to be a doctor, lawyer, and accountant, although that would be fucking delightful. I'm telling you to pick something you enjoy. And it's not people, people, look at me, look at me, dance, monkey, dance. Like, I want them not to make a career out of playing Fortnite and not to make a career out of makeup tutorials on YouTube. I want you to find something that you can do that you can make enough money to take care of yourself and maybe a pet in the from now to the future. And I think YouTubers, that was not a job. Podcasters, that was not a job. It's so not really a job, let's be honest. You can make a job teaching some aspect of podcasting. But other than who? Conan but this and Adam Carolla, show is not making being... us any money. Hey, if you like our show, send <laughs> us money. No, I'm saying like... Send us money. So just to give you a background in my career and my life, because I don't know that we've ever really talked about this. So I'm just going to lay it out on the table for a minute because I think it has relevance, but I'm not sure. So when I was young, I did all kinds of stuff like in my spare time because we didn't have... a video games really that I wanted to play and we only had four channels on the fucking telephone or television so like I did a lot of making up my own game shows we did a lot of like dance contests we did my dad had a video camera for everyone else we used to make our own music videos um and then when I became like a middle school high schooler I would make these collages I would take apart magazines and make I just love the way advertisements looked and I love their messaging and I thought some of the little taglines were really powerful and so I would make huge collages. And then, you know, when I was picking a major for college, like I, I, you know, I was never really an artist. My hands don't work that well. My handwriting is atrocious. So like it never occurred to me to be an art major because why would I do that? I don't art. 
So I like that phrase. I'm gonna make a T-shirt that says "I, I don't, don't art." Well, I don't really art. I do I now, saw but one that says "I arted," then I read it. Out <laughs> and I that's farted. funny. <laughs> it's great. I've arted. Yeah. So, um, so I didn't really art. So, like, I wanted to be an English teacher, and then I got to school, and I was like, "Damn, this is a lot of reading. Maybe I'll just be a journalist because I would like to do some writing as well." And I realized that journalism actually requires that you write news and creative pieces. That was annoying. So I would get like an A on my creative piece and then an F on my news piece because I was, you know, I was, I was being colorful in my news pieces and they don't Just appreciate the facts, that. Right. They don't appreciate that for some odd reason. I don't know why. So then I switched to communications, but really, really wanted was a, a major called VC, visual communications, where in which you were designing for advertising. You were creating those ads, but it was a lot of like splicing and dicing. You had to be able to draw. You had to be able to. Um, make those t- same types of collages, but like in an arty way. And again, I don't art. So, I mean, even though I could see what was cool, I couldn't actually create it with my own hands. You already needed an art book to even apply to be in that program. So I was like, fuck it. I'll just be a communications major. And I learned how to write it. And I learned how to, you know, the history of advertising and marketing and stuff like that. And even though I know I actually do use my communications degree now, five years later, there was Photoshop and I'm very good on a computer. And I'm very good at using Photoshop and Illustrator and InDesign and all these other things that like I could never have done in college. First of all, we didn't even have an email until my, I mean, my freshman year, we got an email. Nobody used it till their senior year. So it was like, you know, there's a whole, I, I kind of landed into a time where there was like choices of careers that weren't around when my parents sent me off in the first place. Certainly not podcasting, because that wasn't until 2004. Right. But even just to be able to design on a computer. My grandmother was a graphic designer with a knife and a drawing capability. And she would like, she was one of the first graphic designers for fucking National Geographic magazine. But she had to like, you know, splice and dice it together. I didn't know how to fucking do that. I could barely sign my own name. So like. Well, you really had one mission and that was to marry well. So. Well, right. But it's like not only did nobody help think this through with me, but like it's hard to even know when you're 16, 17, 18, what stuff you like, what stuff you're good at. So like I did a communications major, then I did sales and I was in ad sales. And then I realized like, oh, yeah, I want to be a designer and I know how to use this shit. So I kind of like went into it. So the point is. Our children have access to even more shit that we could never have. So, like, when Emily and Nathan were a little younger, like, yeah, I did push Nate into, like, a video game design program, even though I think he prefers the writing of it. He might just end up being a writer. And then, like, for both of them, I was just like, you know, on Fiverr, you can offer to do video game review for $5. You can be a Fiverr service person so this whole this is my whole thing upwork there's all of these forget youtubing all of these professions we didn't even know existed and so as i'm trying to prep a kid for a future a college Mm -hmm. how the fuck are we supposed to know like would i have known back then that if i had a kid 20 years ago that that kid's gonna make a career out of putting makeup on her fucking face on a camera like well no but so many things you can't possibly know that will become jobs how are we as parents supposed to prepare our children we know how not to prepare our children because that is what happened to us and that is why we have (laughs) really carved out things and your story is absolutely one of those hello yeah yeah i'm raising me Guess yes what? and no, but how, yeah. How do Career-wise, we prepare definitely. 
our kids. How do I prepare my children for a life in and a career in something that is rewarding to them, that can sustain them, and I have no idea what the careers are even going to be? You just have to say that. I want you to have a career that's rewarding and sustaining. However you get that, I'll be open-minded about. Because the other thing about YouTubing is that, like, I mean, I think both your kids could probably get away with having a YouTube career if they want that. But you have to be both likable and entertaining. Okay, entertaining. Mallory yes, is very likable and entertaining. I don't know not if... Not this morning she wasn't. Okay, but in general, she's likable to the general public. Yes, not I don't know if Ethan is or not, because he's a little more quiet than Mallory. He's a little less doing accents and shit. So, like, I don't know how entertaining he is. I know he's likable. I like him. He's fucking delightful, yeah. Right. But does that mean he's entertaining? I have no idea. But that doesn't mean he can't find a career doing something. If he's only done video games his whole life and has never thrown an interest in anything else, there could be something there for him to have a career in. If he has other interests and wants to help the world by doing their taxes or, you know, right. his father is a certain, does he want, does he get grossed out at blood or is this something appealing? Like- I think once or twice a day I've said about both of my children, not a doctor. Like if uh, uh, something goes by or, or see Emily could have been a doctor. She did not have any problems looking at blood and guts and gore. And not only that, but she was very selfless in wanting to heal other people over her own things. She could have totally been a doctor. Nate is like, can't bring himself to go back to college to do this video game thing, but he loves, he's at home Depot moving the carts around in the parking lot. So I was like, Dude, have you ever thought about being a park ranger? Because it seems like you want to be outside no matter what the weather. And he was like, I have thought about it. I'm like, why don't you pursue it? You're only 20. Right. You pursue have it. Tons of years to do So this many before. years. And I changed my mind at 30 and 35 and I think 40. And last year as well, by the way. So I'm just, oh, so I mean, I'm just saying like, there's that kind of YouTuber that you described. And then there's a kind of YouTuber that's just goofy. And does. For no reason and stupid for no reason. And I put like the Paul, Paul brothers in that category where like they have to up their game every time they do a video just to get the same click rate their last video yeah, got. They have the tail, the coattails of jackass for those guys. And they exactly. definitely, and they definitely are. But like the, I don't know that I would recommend that. And they are, but so Mallory said, oh, James Charles got in another fight with. And I said, who the fuck are oh, you James talking Ch- about? I read about this. So I read about it now too, but. Uh, she, they know all of these people, mm-hmm. Shane Dawson, they know all of these people from, YouTube. oh God, from YouTube. Like, uh, uh, no, bad dog, give me your phone. Like, I don't want you knowing. What do you mean? What about fucking, okay, but that's not fair. Lily Collins, not Lily Collins. I don't know who that is. Theon Greyjoy's sister. They're here too. Alfie, is that Lily Collins? It no. might be. No, it's a singer. Whoever her name is. Justin Bieber was from YouTube. Grace Helbig was a YouTuber. And then she got a podcast. And she's also in Walmart commercials and stuff. Like, there are legitimate stars on there. It Lori Laughlin's be- daughter, Olivia. I think she was a legitimate. Inf- like she, well, was, she had a Sephora contract. She, she had- was delightful. She wasn't doing anything stupid or irritating. She was just a cute girl. What I find stupid and irritating is that she would say, I'm going to try on some clothes for you today. How is that not one of those sex lines? How her trying on clothes for people and and doing that? All right, skinny. Let me give you some insight. Okay, I am a forty-four-year-old woman who tries to be cute, even though I have a giant apple as a figure. Okay, I'm an apple-shaped person. Even plus-size pears have it easier than someone with a giant middle and skinny legs. So, 
one of my goals, one of these New Year's was like, I'm going to try and stop dressing like I don't know how to dress. Well, I remember that. Yeah. You looked at all these crazy So I started, yeah. Yes, that's right. I looked at all the LuLaRoe reg- leggings and I was like, what's happening in here? I'm going to set them re- on fire. And start over. And start over. And the way I started over was I found plus-sized apple-shaped YouTubers who would go into Old Navy and Torrid and Lane Bryant and also get all these huge boxes full of clothes, try them on. Should they're not aware them. They're not taking off their clothes on the camera. They basically sit on one side of the camera telling you about the outfit and how it's made and if there's a seam and if there's pockets. And then you see as a split screen them against a wall twirling around, putting their hand in the pocket, sh- you know, looking off into the distance like they're modeling. They're not always the most beautiful girls. They usually know how to do their makeup, probably because they're teaching each other on YouTube. No, I'm saying they also start to know each other and become, you know, I can see them all like rooting each other on. So I see that it's a community. And I'll admit, most of them are like in their 30s and not my age. So I have to take that in consideration that I can't necessarily do a halter top and palazzo pants without looking like a jackass. But, you know, when they're trying on dresses and stuff, it really does help me dress cute Nowhere to shop. Like what the way I started it was jeans, app jeans for apple shape. Because I kept getting jeans that were below the belly button and then my and then my hips were big and then they, they kept falling down. So I needed to find jeans that would come over the belly button so that my shit would stop falling down when I put something in my pocket. It was annoying. So like so what I'm saying about uh Olivia Jade is that I know she's young, and I know she's a teenager, and I'm sure there are men out there. And there are also men for the plus-size women, of course. Whoever likes fluffy women is out there, like, being rude and lewd, and they have to block those people or ignore those people or whatever they're doing. There's also people for the plus-size models that are telling them that they're promoting obesity, of all things, because they're fat and they're showing people how to dress nicer and do their makeup and look nice while they're – because fat people shouldn't look nice. They should just try to be skinny. That's just dumb. So there is some merit to – Doing that job. And by the way, I know you haven't done this in a while. And even if I do teach you on some level how to do video and and editing and stuff, it is so much fucking work. Like, I've tried to do it myself because I'm following these people. Then I try on my own clothes and I'm like, I don't know about this one. And I think I'd be funny doing it because I'm a disaster. But like editing the videos is it's frame by frame by frame it's so much goddamn work to like get the lighting right and the camera right and then like did you get the right angle in the skirt shit i didn't get it right my hair was crazy i gotta put the skirt back on shoot the whole fucking thing again because the audio didn't go off or just whatever and then to put it into iMovie make it look perfect then you have to keyword that shit and title that shit so that you'll get a click rate it's a whole fucking thing it's a whole thing do you think those girls do all of that for themselves yes most of them i don't know about olivia jade because she's probably rich enough to start out with a va but most of them don't they just want to help people feel a little better about themselves at least the plus size ones and maybe the ones over 40 and even over 50 i think they're just trying to show you how to be fly because people don't know how to be fly and i'm one of those people so i just feel like the Shane Dawson's and PewDiePie's, like, they're just out there to be outrageous. But there are YouTubers who are legitimately helpful. And I don't want to discount that whole thing as a career because I do think there's some merit but to I it. Don't there's think guitar lessons on there, I don't cooking think it's lessons. something that our children should aspire to do. They I would hate for them to at- aspire to be an Instagram influencer because that's faking 
a life oh, right. and then getting paid for it. But so my, I guess my issue is if you're going to, I don't want you to say I'm going to be a YouTuber. I want you to say I'm going to be the best accountant I can be. And I can use YouTube to show people how to be an accountant. I'm going to be the best fashionista. I can, and I'm going to use YouTube to do that. But don't tell me you're going to be a YouTuber Did one of your children say they were going to be a YouTuber as a job? No, but when Ethan is interested in Fortnite mainly, like, I'm going to be a gamer. No, you're not. Let me Did help you. Did you not ever see the movie Grandma's Boy? Did we already talk about this? Yes. Did you see it yet? Yes. No. He's a gamer? No, it doesn't matter. He's a professional gamer with... And how Linder many Carlin. people have that gig? Like 23 people in the world. You are not, not that good. Wait Move a minute. On. There's, a, there's a video game development company just in Bethesda. Nintendo's out in California. It's like Google. They, There's huge amounts of people with those jobs. In Philly, they're opening the eSports Oh, my God. Center, yeah. And Ethan's like, see, I told you. I'm like, go to your room. <laughs> if that's what he wants to do. No, it's not what he wants to do. What does he want to do? If he I really wants to be a gamer. He does not know what he wants to I do. I also have a friend in podcasting whose name is Danny Pena, huge gamer, decided to do a podcast about it. And then he had friends who were DJs. He married the two together. And now he has these huge parties where people dance and play video games and he partners with like sega nintendo that he makes a awesome. huge killing but again he's likable he's had a show for since the dawn of time he's worked his ass off for it but like if ethan wants to do it what you need to instill in them whatever they do is the hard work aspect that nothing they see is easy right it's not just setting up a camera it's not just setting up a camera and walking people through how you're playing the game. I mean, you have to be funny and entertaining. Personable. Your friend has to be funny and entertaining. Right. Like, we are the perfect examples of a good show. But this is like, it could be more successful if you and I had the time to put X amount of more work into it. It's just that either we don't or we can or we haven't for whatever dear, reason. Dear listener, can you please write in and let us know about jobs that didn't exist when you were starting out or jobs you think might potentially exist in the future. Let us know what... Here's one. Bailage. I'm sorry, what? (laughs) (laughs) Bailage is that hair treatment where it looks like you have highlights, but also it's like blonde, but it's like blonde and brown. Like, I think you might even have it. It's like bailage is when you just kind of like paint the hair, the highlights. It's a totally different hair treatment than what we did as... When we were younger, and we just did Anna. But that's my that's my whole thing. You're not a, a YouTuber. You're a hairdresser who's sharing a new no, no, technique. No, no. Forget on- YouTube. I'm saying everything is evolved. There's no job. My father was a college professor. That's completely different than it was then. Right? Dear listener, please tell us of jobs that have changed the game that are coming up that are that I don't know about. Please, or just write in and tell me that my kids are going to be okay. Oh my god, your kids are gonna be fine. I didn't ask you. I asked the dear listener. Oh my god, okay. Um, All right, dear listener. My daughter is on have credibility. My daughter is on TikTok and she does things like this. Okay, listen up. The music, cut the music. Somebody left an ice cube on the ground. It melted and now my sock is wet. Who the fuck wanna die? That wasn't her though. No, it's 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 lip syncing. Yeah, but that is frame by frame. It's pretty good. And she is she is. 
amazing at she it. does jump cuts and everything she does but it's a program that i know i know do, what tiktok is super hard i'm a little more fly it. than you i know what tiktok is you girl. think you're more fly yeah, than i know I i'm more fly than you i have teenagers okay so i already had teenagers yo in a different i teach time. you the slang in a different you did actually two podcasts ago you definitely taught me slang that i did not know mm-hmm. um all right i think that's it for us today Thank you guys so much for listening to Brilliant Observations. You can find us on BrilliantObservations.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Listen Brilliant. If you have something you'd like us to talk about, please let us know on one of those channels. If you have feedback about new jobs or shopping in crowds or any of the things we talked about today, please let us know BrilliantObservations at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening today. Let us know what you thought about today's show with John, without John, together, apart. We are together, we're not apart, and we do not have John. Let us know what you think. We would love to hear from you. Also, when you write us, Jess has brought up for our next episode, we're going to do humiliating facts about Americans. If you have any of those, throw those into your emails or Facebook posts because we want to know what you think is embarrassing about being American. What's not embarrassing? Anyway. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Bye. Bye.